Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Starting Eleven podcast. I'm your host, Chengiz Khan. I will be flying solo for this podcast for a very special reason. At the end of every single one of our podcasts, maybe even at the start of it, you may have heard our very own Peter Robinson say, support local football. Well, we've gone and done just that. The following podcast is an interview with Ryan Brennan, the head of operations for York 9 Football Club. York 9 FC is based right here in our city of Toronto, and they are competing in the inaugural season of the Canadian Premier League. Peter has been trying to set this interview up for for a few weeks now, but due to the fact that York 9 just played their home opener this past weekend, finding time was understandably a little tricky. That said, we did find the time and recorded the following interview. And from a personal note, this was a really enjoyable and exciting conversation to be having as a big proponent of local football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hi, good morning. So let's let's quickly tell me about who you are, what you do for your football club. Yeah, so uh, my name is Ryan Brennan. I am the team manager, manager of operations for the football club. Um, so how much time do you have to get into <laughs> what I actually do? As much time um, as you need, mate. No, so so I, I kind of see oversee all the, the football operations, look after the boys, uh, anything from uh, preseason scheduling, buses, trips, uh, schedule, um, and actually worked on the schedule for the league, actually all our home games, away games. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, I take care of all the international boys, house them, uh, build relationships with realtors and um, companies throughout the community. I'm just kind of trying to get the name out as well. Um, so yeah, like as I said, it, it doesn't stop. So when there's um, some free time, I'm always getting a phone call and guys asking, "Can you help me with this? Help me with that?" So a lot of the behind-the-scene things that uh, people don't know what goes into the actual organization to the football club. I'm the guy, kind of uh, the, the, the maestro that deals with all that behind the scenes. Of course. Now, and I understand that York Nine is in, is pretty much in its infancy right now. So does that mean you also have a, a sort of a director of football type role where you're having a say on the tactics and strategy and the kind of people you want to be having in and around the club? Yeah, absolutely. Um, th- there's been a, a, a large reach, even globally, like people wanted to come into the club and, and just want to be involved. So I'm kind of the guy that everything comes into. I'll, I'll take a look at it and see if it needs to be delegated to, to somebody else. Uh, within the organization or if I want to take a look at it and then see if I'll be doing interviews with people along those lines. Um, but we have a great staff, great support group uh, around here. So I kind of, um, I, I don't have a problem needing to, to push, um, not, not to push, but to, to let people work in within uh, their group and talk to new people coming in as well. Right. That makes um, sense. But yeah, yeah most, most things they'll, they'll come through me through the club first and uh, I'll see what needs to be done in order to get it uh, completed. Now, I guess one of the benefits of that is that there's less layers of bureaucracy to, to go through. So it allows you to get things done a bit quicker and a little bit more directly, right? Exactly. And I'm always a person that once something comes in and once it's on the table, I like to uh, get it looked after, right? I don't want to leave anybody hanging dry. I know uh, we've tried to communicate a few times and uh, I've always wanted to get it done and, and speak to you personally, right? And right. So- somebody else do it um especially because with my experience with the club I, i've been here since pretty much day one mm-hmm. i know the ins and outs of it um so i, I really like dealing with it i take a lot of pride in, in the position and within the club as well right so of course i always like to be hands-on with it 
Now, this is the first season of the Canadian Premier League. There's a lot of challenges that come with it, so I won't you know, bore you or any of our listeners uh, with sort of asking you about the nitty-gritty, because I'm sure you have your hands full with that. But perhaps perhaps, maybe you can talk to me a little bit about your goals. I mean, uh, it, it's a little different with, with it being the first season. I'm sure there must be a, a sort of level of stability you're trying to aim for in terms of the operation, in terms of the players on the field, um, developing careers, that sort of thing. But also you've got a competition to win. So how much of it is that balance between stability and actually aiming for the stars? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it is a balance, right? Our, our goal right now as an organization is to win that championship. Mm-hmm. Um, behind that, we, we want to build a fan base. We want to build a club. We want to show this community the philosophy of football that we bring, um, that, that we really are a community organized uh, organization. Sorry, um, we're, we're all about the fans because without them at the end of the day, the, this, isn't, this can't work, right? right. Um, so it's always about engaging them, um, getting, that, getting their butts in the seats, letting them know that we, we're a club for the, for the average Joe, for the average working man. Um, and woman, right? Um, so it's getting out to the different companies, to the events within the community, to the kids, youth clubs, and, and letting them know that uh, there's an outlet for them here, um, that they can come have fun at the end of the week, um, and for kids to, to grow up and to aspire that they can play football in their of backyard course. now, right? Whereas before, there, there wasn't that. Um, if, uh, if you had some European, like my brother, we have European descent. Um, so he was able to go overseas and, and, and play his trade there and, and make a career out of it. Um, a lot of kids don't have that opportunity. Right? Right. So we've come in and, and we said, you know, we've paved the way for you now. Let's work your butt off and then you have an opportunity here. Of course. Now, is the goal for the Canadian Premier League and perhaps York 9 as well to be sort of that gateway to the MLS and to some of the major leagues? We, we want to, you know, the, the MLS has created a great foundation within Canada, um, but we want to differentiate ourselves from from MLS. Um, it, it is an American entity. It's an American organization, be it that they have a couple teams within the within Canada. Right. Um, and, and we're grateful to the foundation that they've, they've made for us, but we're really a league for Canadians by Canadians. Uh, we want to build that player pool for the World Cup coming up, um, and this is going to be be that outlet to, to great, get that pool um, and to put our players uh, on a pedestal and show the world that, that Canadians can play football. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you know, I recently became a Canadian and it was, oh, thank you. It was always, um, it was always painful for me to watch the national team play because it's the, the standard just isn't there. Now you do have recently some very, very promising talents like Cal Lorin and Alfonso Davies coming in th- yeah. up through um, the local system and the, uh, through MLS and then obviously from uh, different clubs in Europe like Besiktas and Bayern Munich. So yeah. it is um, it is quite interesting and, and also very exciting to see now that we have our own league and we have, you know, various franchises that are quite, you know, spread out across Canada, but at least there's something there now, which is a lot more than what we yeah. could say, you know, even last year. So Absolutely. With, with that, how are you hoping to attract Canadian talent to perhaps pursue a career with you guys rather than, say, a Toronto FC or a Vancouver Whitecaps or a Montreal Impact? Well, well, the situation here is, um, and, and it's a lot, it's, it's tough for a Canadian to go over to uh, overseas and, and even to, to, to MLS and be on playing first-team football day in and day out. Um, I was speaking with the national team coach and uh, had a conference there, and they're they're looking at guys that play first team football week in week out. Oh, right. Um, okay. Going over going over there um, 
to try to steal another man's man's job, it's difficult to, to get into that first team football. Mm-hmm. Whereas here we, we say, you know, you're, you're Canadian. We want to put you first. We want to give you that opportunity. And when the national team, team comes looking, you're going to be on that field week in, week out and have that opportunity to, to flourish in. Right. Um, and so that, that's exactly what we're looking for. I know a lot of kids go through the, the even Toronto FC and, and different um, organizations and, and they have a tough, tough time cracking that first team lineup. Um, and, and that's the difference here is we, we want you guys to play first team football every day and we want to put you first first and foremost before any other international that comes in. Um, and be it, we, we need some internationals because they create that different flair within the community uh, on the pitch as well and we, we get that fan base as well, right? But at the end of the day, we, we want to put fo- Canadian footballers first in front. Speaking of Canadian footballers, Ryan Telfer getting on the yeah. score sheet there. Uh, first Absolutely. ever goal uh, for Canadian yeah. Premier League. How's he Absolutely. been? Uh, how's he adjusted to life uh, with you guys in the last few uh, months? You know what? He is. Uh, he's something in the dressing room. I love the guy. <laughs> we, uh, we always we chat every day. Um, always give each other a hug. He's he's a gentleman on the field, off the field, um, and and just a great character. And uh, he was elated when when he. Uh, when he put that ball in the net, speaking mm-hmm. to him after, he's still excited, all smiles. So um, he's really fit in well with the, with the organization. He's, I think he's very happy here uh, coming over and, and he's, he's been put into the spotlight with us. You know, uh, he's, he's getting the crack at the first team uh, and uh, he's a starter and, and we'll look forward to, to seeing what he's able to produce on the field. Cause we know he's capable of uh, being one of the top talents in the league. Absolutely. And we're really excited to have him here. Now, do you, is he seen as sort of a, a senior figure already within the dressing room? Because he is on loan from TFC. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh, he is one of the, the senior figures. Um, I mean, we, we have a, a good bunch of guys in here. Um, and, and the thing that we, we've looked at is we don't have any Eagles in the dressing room. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys uh, that are coming up, they've signed their first contract. They kind of look up and aspire to those guys, uh, such as the Telfers and the guys that were playing overseas that we brought back. Um, and they look at, at them as a senior figure and they look up to them. Um, but it's great because those guys that have come over, they, they've left their egos elsewhere. There's yeah. nobody in this dressing room that's uh, above the club. Um, and and it's, it's great to have. You don't see that too often. No, of course. And I mean, it, it does help that this is pretty much a startup in all respects, yeah. right? So you, you can't have anybody in the organization who's, you know, dem- being overly demanding or a diva or that sort of thing. So. Yeah. That should help York Nine's chances overall. Um, who do you think is going to give you the biggest problem in the championship? Uh, I mean, uh, as you saw, the, the game against uh, Forge, they're, they're a good squad. They're very organized. Uh, they've been together for a while. A lot of players come out of the Sigma. Um, and they've got a good chemistry. Um, so, and plus the, the game that we had over there, it's it's tough to go over and play in, in, in that kind of atmosphere and, and get a good result. And we're, we're kind of elated that we came away with the, with the points. Um, it's it's a tough task to go away on the road and, and get points. Of course. Um, we had the early goal. We were ecstatic about it. Um, but but I think they'll be the ones to keep an eye on. Uh, I think also uh, Cavalry, they got a good squad there with the Footwheels. They, they got a good nucleus, a good system. Uh, Tommy, Tommy's been a, a great coach as well. Um, so, I mean, they'll, they'll be difficult. So I think those are the two teams that we need to look at. And uh, right off the bat, we're home openers with uh, both of them. So it's a, it's a tough task, but we're, we're ready to take it on. Absolutely. Are you looking to 
experiment right now because you are you know just one game in are you still looking to experiment with the team or are you looking or do you have something stable that you're going to run with for the rest of the season i mean we 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 always we're always keeping uh the doors open we we are experimenting with some some different formations uh, players in different areas uh, again we we've been together for about eight weeks now and um perfection it, it's always something that you build to right yeah. uh, it doesn't come in eight weeks time um, so the chemistry needs to come the the formations need to come and, and we're still working and, and seeing which one's going to be the best for us and, and win us that championship. So it's a learning process, but uh, we're willing to take it on. Absolutely. Who do you think is the player to watch out for, aside from Ryan Telfer, of course? Um, on our team? Yeah. Uh, Manny Aparicio is a great, great little player. Uh, he's dynamic. He's got great vision. Um, and I don't know if you watched the match the other day, but he's, he's, he's a talent to watch out for. And a lot of people speak very highly of him. Even some of the fans were, were making uh, making notice of it and letting us know that he is uh, he's something special. So we're really fortunate to have him on the team and back here in Canada and, and lead, the, lead the team because he's, he's a great captain. A lot of the guys look up to him and he's always smiling. He's, he loves the game. He loves football. He, he loves the pressure of being the captain. Um, so he's he's one of them, and also Luca Gasparato at the back. He's he's our Iron Man. Yeah. Um, the, the the guy doesn't quit. He puts his shift in day in day out. Um, he's a real leader within within the club, and uh, he's definitely one to to take a look at. All right. Now I think one thing that people were kind of saying on Twitter, certainly in our little discussion group in the podcast, is the quality of the football already. Is a lot better than perhaps what you ex- you'd expect from a new league and from new players and basically just a, a vast number of unknown quantities. So, how much of that is the fact that perhaps the state of football in Canada is a little bit underrated, or how much of it was just you know people were just fired up for their first game in the first league? Well, well, that, that's the thing, right? Canadians uh, generally they haven't been given that opportunity before, and as I said, when they go abroad or they they go overseas. Um, it, it's tough to crack that first line football. Um, yeah. Canada is, a, is is so multicultural. We got every every different culture that we represent here. There's great talent. There's great football here, um, but now it, it needs to be exploited. We need we need to show everybody what we we have because we, we truly do have some great football here. Um, and now they've been given that opportunity. And as I said before, they're going to flourish in it. Um, there's great talent that it's just not been recognized previously. And now this is this is a chance for them to show what they're made of. And I, I think going forward, you know, fans will see, um, everybody even globally will see what, what we're made of and Absolutely. what we're able to do on that pitch. Absolutely. Right? More, more performances like that. Um, and, and people will take notice as long as you do the business on the pitch. That's, that's really all Absolutely. that matters. Now, speaking of, um, you know, it was, it was a good, entertaining day out. Unfortunately, I wasn't there. I had a previous engagement, but two of our podcast members were there. Um, Peter and Andre were, were both in attendance, and they both enjoyed the atmosphere a lot. There was a good crowd there. Um, so provided the results happen and, you know, you win every game and you're undefeated, let's say let's just say you're undefeated in the league. That would be a dream. Um, Absolutely. That's only half the battle. Like what what are what are you guys trying to do to ensure that the word gets out and you know you get bums in the seats and you know like you said it's a good family day out and all the rest of it. But what are you actually doing to make sure that's a reality? Well, the big thing is, and I touched on it before, is you have to put that product on the field. Mm-hmm. If we we didn't put that so much work into putting that product on the field, we wouldn't have a fan base. Right. Um, so it's a combination of of putting that work in getting that talent and showing it and, and letting the fans recognize that. And it's also engaging with the community. 
Um, sometimes I, I know a lot of clubs, but they become higher than the community and they become their own entity. But we here in, in New York region at York Nine, we we want to show the fans that we're for them. We're all about them. We're all about the, the love that they that they provide for us, and, and we love them back. Right? It's it's a reciprocal relationship here. Um, so I mean, between those two is the product and the community engagement. I think between that, uh, we'll, we'll be really successful as an organization. Absolutely, and also not having twelve dollar hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. Absolutely. I've already put a word into the president. Absolutely. Um, no so one final thing, and I do have to ask you this, so I'm sorry, this is non-York 9 related, but... No worries. Do you watch... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you watch a lot. You follow TFC and you follow the MLS. Yeah, absolutely. Um, My brother played for them first captain, right? So of course. I was, a, I was a fan there. Of course. So how have you enjoyed the start of the season so far? To, to be fair with you, I haven't been watching too much of them. I, I wish them all the success in the world. As I said, another Canadian club there. But um, yes. we've been really focused on our league. It's uh, We've put all everything that we, that we can into this club and organization to make sure it's successful. I mean, I've seen tidbits of them. Uh, I know they've got some good signings, so I wish them all the best. But right now our focus is on, on our club, on the success and uh, on the CPL, to be fair. Of course, of course. That's all the questions I have for you for this. Ryan, thank you so much for taking your time out to talk to me about this. And I wish no you problem. all the success for York 9. And uh, yeah, I'm just thank excited you. that we have some real proper local football to look forward to every weekend. It's great to have though. You guys will be excited. It's going to be a good season. Of course. Thank you so much. And there you have it. The first of what we all hope will become many interviews and podcasts around York 9 FC and the local football scene in general. Ryan was an absolute pleasure to talk to and we'll be doing our part to help bolster the already fantastic atmosphere building in York 9 FC and the CPL in general. Like I said in the interview, it's so good to finally have a proper, official, homegrown league that we can all support and look forward to every weekend. The football scene in Canada has been burgeoning for quite some time, and hopefully the Canadian Premier League can act as the open faucet to allow players, homegrown players, to start develop freely and do Canada proud both internationally and on home turf. And you can be damn sure that we here at the Starting Eleven podcast will be doing our part to cover everything we humanly can about it. Thank you for listening. As ever, be sure to leave a rating on our show via your podcast app. For those who don't know, we are on every major podcasting platform that you can think of. Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook handles are all the same at XI Podcast. So go look us up and drop us that crispy follow if you enjoyed what you heard today, right before you send us some of your best compliments and verbal abuse. We believe in a fair and balanced viewpoint after all. Thank you once again for listening. I'm your host, Chengiz Khan. Support local football, and we'll see you in the next episode.